it's not the full menu. It's a snack-sized portion of chef Here's your host, Graham McLennan. Thanks for being here for Season 2 with me. From time to time, I'm going to be posting some mini-episodes of chef the snack-sized portions, just to keep you up to date with what's going on with the show and what you can look forward to hearing in the coming weeks on the podcast. And since meeting up with Jenna and with Jacob at the Lone Wolf Bakery in Seashell, I've had some really great discussions, and those are going to be coming up in the coming weeks on chef Two of the shows that are coming up, and they're now into the editing phase, are going to focus at least in part on what is already a very popular and an increasingly popular approach to food, style of eating, approach to living, and that's veganism. So not too long ago, B and I uh, welcomed some friends for a weekend, some vegan friends. They came over to visit us in Gibson's, and I found it really fun to cook purely vegan meals for about 48 hours. But I've got to say, as an omnivore cook, I found it very challenging and limiting in some ways, too. It was perfectly fine for 48 hours because it was something new and different and exciting and challenging. But... I thought, if I'm going to do this, incorporate this into my routine with any regularity, I need to learn more about this. So I wanted to talk to some people who know what they're doing in the space. And interestingly, I heard of the the first two people I'm going to tell you about through the same story. And it's a story I've taken to calling Cheesegate. I first heard about it through an article in the Globe and Mail titled, Vegan Food Producer Ordered to Drop the Word Cheese from Its Marketing. Uh, I'll put a link to that article in the show notes. The short version, though, is that the Canadian Food Inspection Agency is enforcing legislation that says cheese has a very precisely defined meaning. So cheese must be made from the lacteal secretions of the mammary glands of certain animals, certain ruminants. Probably not the definition that leaps to mind, but that is the definition as far as the CFIA, the Canadian Food Inspection Agency, is concerned. So cheese, and you'll have to picture the air quotes here, made from a different protein source, say cashews, something like that, doesn't meet that definition, or so says the Canadian Food Inspection Agency. So this Globe article had quotes from Karen McCarthy, and Karen is the chef and owner behind Blue Heron Creamery in Vancouver, and also Soil Restaurant, which is right next door to Blue Heron. And Blue Heron makes uh, vegan products that some have called cheese. Um, So the article talked to Karen and then also quoted um, Glenford Jameson. And Glenford is a lawyer in Toronto who specializes actually in the food sector. And here's what Glenford was quoted as saying in the Globe article. A lot of these standards were built in the 80s and 90s before alternative protein products were even a thing. And they are based on the concept that consumers are complete rubes when faced with products like non-dairy milks and cheeses. But the rules are not subjective. So I found this whole discussion really interesting, particularly given the rise of so many alternate protein sources that we're seeing uh, really widely distributed these days. So almond milk, cashew milk, vegan cheese-ish-like products... That sort of thing. And the exciting news for Chef Timoni listeners is that I've now interviewed both Karen McCarthy and Glenford Jameson. So their thoughts are going to be coming up on a future episode. Uh, They'll talk about this whole labeling controversy and a whole lot more. Oh, and through Karen, I met Anna Pippis, and she's another vegan entrepreneur who also has a really interesting background, both as an animal rights activist and as a food lawyer. So uh, that was really a fun discussion as well. I spoke to Anna. And 
My talk with her is coming up as well. If you'd like to see what she's up to before you hear from her on Cheftimony, just head on over to her blog, and that's easyanimalfree.com. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. And then, apart from the vegan discussions, I've had a few more really interesting talks. I spent some time recently back in a restaurant kitchen, and that made me really, really happy. I'm so grateful to the team at Buono Osteria, and that's in my hometown of Gibson's. I joined them on a Sunday night for service, and then after that, I sat down for an interview with the chef owner and the director of hospitality at Buono. That was really, really fun. I have also managed to reconnect recently with a chef who welcomed me into his kitchen way back in the day, and that was shortly after I'd started uh, staging at Bishop's Restaurant with Chef Andrea Carlson. So that was a really fun reconnection. And that'll be coming up soon on another episode as well. In the meantime, I really do want to hear from you with questions or with suggestions for chefs or lawyers you'd like to hear from on the program. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, You can DM me on either of those pages, or you can send me an email directly to graham at chefdemoni.com. All right, that's it for this snack-sized portion of the podcast. I'll be back to you soon with a full episode, and I look forward to seeing you next time right here on Chef Moines.